0: I can't believe that I am back. Welcome in, everybody, to episode number 25. This has been about a month now. My last episode was on my birthday, March 25th, and we're coming back on the 22nd of April. Even though it has been a long time, though, it hasn't felt like a long time, to be quite honest with you. I have missed doing this. I'm glad to be back to doing this since the 25th obviously my birthday i had my surgery on april 2nd and now i'm recovering it's been 20 days i feel fantastic i'm about close to i feel like being cleared in a couple weeks uh, about six weeks total so we're close to the month spot and i feel like everything's looking up everything's trending up right now so i wanted to really come on this podcast i had some stuff that i was listening to and kind of just update everybody right so the surgery is going well the job's going well. I get some official information. Hopefully tomorrow, all my coworkers that are listening to this. I'm hoping that that goes well uh, along with them. I think it's going to be important to know what's going to happen moving forward. But I just feel blessed to be in a position that my hard work is finally paying off. So hopefully tomorrow, when everybody's listening to this, wish me good luck. You know, I don't know when this conversation is going to happen, but at latest Monday, but hopefully Friday to have a good weekend going into everything. So again, when you listen to this, just wish me some good luck, some good vibes. I'll appreciate it. And we'll all definitely have a, a good weekend moving forward. So I want to hop right into this. I want to talk about something that I was listening to on YouTube. For some reason, uh, life's kind of been a roller coaster lately. Well, not for some reason. I feel like we all all kind of know why to ourselves. And I think whenever that happens for me, I always go to a place of trying to figure out or pick up the pieces. And I think it's kind of like just doing the work, I call it. You're doing the work to look within and, and look inside and, and make yourself a better person. And every time I do that, I come across like the perfect stuff. So on YouTube, I listen to this guy, Ed Mylett. It's M-Y-L-E-T-T. If anybody wants some really good like public speaking and spiritual stuff and just a powerful person. Um, he's definitely faithful and I- I'm not that religious. I have nothing against that, but he's definitely uh, really faithful. So... Just want to warn people if you're not faithful and that for some reason turns you off, then it, he won't be the one for you. But uh the message I definitely support and the stuff that he does well, was really fantastic. So, some of the stuff that I want to talk about was some of the stuff that actually he ended up talking about. And then I'll get into the questions and all that stuff that I put on my Instagram. But I felt like it would be beneficial for me to kind of talk about the stuff that was talked about, how I perceived it. I just think it's important stuff to get out there. So that way I've for for some reason, if you don't go watch that, then at least I'm giving you what he basically says in a nutshell and what I take as it. So none of this is my own thoughts necessarily. The the way I perceive it and stuff is my thoughts, but all of the the topics and the names and stuff are not something that I thought of. So I'm not the genius behind this, nor am I trying to steal this from him. It's just when I hear this kind of stuff, I really want to be able to pass this along and have people think about it in their own terms, right? And if they're not going to go listen to him, I can hopefully translate that less that message. In a, in a different way. So I think for me that the first thing that this man mentions in the video that I feel like is something that really resonated with me and felt very powerful. I, I feel like this next like five things I'm talking about, it's like five to six different things are very powerful. They feel like they are something that can like really be life-changing and something that you go through life not even realizing. And he mentioned a accountability mirror. And as soon as he said it, I, I don't know why, it just like immediately clicked with me. An accountability mirror, and I was like, "Huh." So he talks about, you know, for him it was that he used to go into his accountability mirror and really look himself in the mirror and see, like, is this the person I want to be? What am I hiding, right? Because a lot of us, I feel like, when we walk around in the world, we're we're trying to look stoic and look like nothing's wrong. Like everybody has their own problems going on. If we didn't look like that, we'd be able to see what everybody's going through on the outside, right? We're all walking around in public. We'd be able to tell right away. What each person's going through obviously we don't know what each person's going through because people are able to hide this very well And that's where the accountability mirror comes into play. It's when you look yourself in the mirror What do you see yourself as and is that the person that you believe that you are because you can hide a lot of things? You know what I mean? And I feel like why I kind of I took this two ways the funny one I did I feel like everybody can relate to is like, you know When you're at like a house party or you're drinking and stuff and you look yourself in the mirror when you're drunk, you don't feel drunk at all. But as soon as you wash your hands and look yourself in the mirror after you're drinking, you just immediately know like, wow, that guy's hammered. You give that smile to yourself, right? It's like a funny thing that everybody does. You look in the mirror, smile, and you're like, damn, yeah, I'm kind of drunk. That is the funny part of it. The other side of it is when you look yourself in the mirror and you're like, that this person that I'm looking at is not the person that I try to be outside in the public world right? That, that stoic, powerful, strong person. What do I lie to the public with or everybody on the outside with that I know that I'm going through on the inside? I think that accountability mirror is important. I think it's something that if, if you can look yourself in the mirror every single morning and feel like you're your best self or you're doing the right things in life, I think those kind of things are powerful to move forward with. And me especially, there's a lot of times where I'm ignoring the things that are wrong in my life. I'm ignoring all of that. And that accountability mirror, I just walk by it. I don't take any accountability for the stuff I'm doing. And so usually when that's happening, I feel like things are going well. And when things are going well, I'm not doing the work to better myself, even though I think things are going well. It's just constant roller coaster. So the accountability mirror was really important to me. And he also talked about something that I was talking to my coworker about. I've talked to my mom about that really stuck with me. And that a lot of, well, for me, and I feel like a lot of us, maybe, I'd love to hear if people have the same thing is that we all want instant gratification. Like anything that we do, we want instant changes. Whether that's I eat healthy for one day, that's going to change the complexion of my body. I did this for one day. I picked up a piece of trash. There's a good deed coming to me. That's just not how life works. Or like we want things right away. Whatever good thing we're doing, we want the instant like message of click. Oh, that's the good thing I got for doing this. And he said, for every good decision you make, it's not until six months to a year, maybe even longer than that, do you see that one decision start panning out for you. So you technically need to make six months of good decisions to have that will, the first decision you make will pan out. And then the next six months from there, will start panning out. So every time you make a good decision, at least six months for you to see that good decision pay off for you and a negative decision pans out for you faster. It's within 60 to 120 days. So negative stuff hits you faster than it does. Even if you make one good choice and one bad choice on the same exact day, it hits faster for the negative choice than it does the good choice. And that's why it's important to make good choices so often because it takes so long for that kind of stuff to pan out. And when he said this, I was sitting there like, holy crap, there's so many times that I sit there and I expect things to just work out. Right. I mean, there's times where like I'm looking for good news so much that I will literally go and pick up a piece of trash that I see and throw it away. And in my mind, I'm like, good karma will come eventually. And maybe it will, but it's not gonna happen, you know, walking down the damn street. If something good does happen, you might think it was that action, but it was actually an action a while ago. So I think that's a good thing for me to wrap my brain around and try to moving forward make consistently good decisions make every single day where I feel like I'm making consistently better decisions that are going to pan out for me later. And just during that time, you're just becoming a better person. So the accountability mirror to me was a really good one. And then I started thinking like, is that why I keep my mirror dirty? Like no joke. It's funny to me. Like I do, my mirror was dirty for a while. I'm like, is that why I keep my mirror dirty? It's like, I just want to look at myself and like have that accountability, right? Or look at yourself sad or whatever it is. Like just want to get into the shower and get out and never look at myself. And it's super easy to go through life without holding yourself accountable. And I've done it for a very long time, I feel like. So that is something that I feel is important to go about. And within that conversation that he was having, he talked about also an egoic lifestyle and how those two things link. If you don't hold yourself accountable and you don't notice what you're doing wrong, you're going to end up thinking everything's okay, making these different decisions and going through life like your shit doesn't stink. And within that is an egoic lifestyle and that you don't even realize that you're being egoic and you're pushing people actually away from you. So he goes over like 16 things. I'm not going to go into all of them or actually any of them. I'm just going to tell you that. He went into 16 different egoic things. He's like, if you live an egoic life, you do one of these 16 things. And I kid you not, I listened to all 16. 12 out of the 16 things, I do. And when I say that I do them, it's not even like, Oh, like I do these here and there. I do them every day. I do these things every single day. And I'm living such an egoic lifestyle that is just not the way you want to be with people. And not only, it's not on purpose, right? I'm not trying to be a bad person, nor do I think I I am a bad person for living that way. I just think that it doesn't make it easy for the people that are around me a lot of the times. And it ends up actually pushing people out of my life, which is now I'm starting to realize that. And unfortunately, it takes, you know, 26 years to realize that. But there's people that are in their 50s and 60s that don't realize that stuff. So I'm happy enough to at least sit here and say, hey, there comes a time where eventually you realize your shit doesn't stink. There's stuff to work on. That doesn't mean that I'm not proud of the steps I've taken to to where I'm at now. And in no place do I think I'm a bad person. I still think I'm a good person. I still think I do great things. Made some bad decisions in life and definitely live an egoic lifestyle. And so it's something for me that, I'm curious if any of you do. Do you have any egoic tendencies? And again, Ed Milet, M-Y-L-E-T-T. Look up the egoic lifestyle. I challenge you to go listen to that and see if any things that he says, you do. Because I'm not even kidding. I didn't even realize half of the stuff I was doing. He was going through it and I was like, oh my God. Like, I do all this stuff. Why though? But why do I do it? Oh, it's from this trauma. Oh, it's from that trauma. And I think you realize as you go through life, we're all just kind of like, covering up our traumas or covering up different things that and we and we've trained ourselves so well that if this trauma happens or if this trigger happens and raises up on us then we go down this route it's like a protection thing we're protecting ourselves from feeling the hurt protecting ourselves from going down the the route that's going to solve that problem so for me it was fantastic to see and there was no there was no reason like when i when i saw the video i was like Of course, like this stuff always happens for me. I swear when things that I feel like I need to see, like I can be sitting there and be like, what's going on in life? A video pops up and I'm like, dude, that's so not coincidental. That's so weird. And so as I was saging the place, because my mom's got me into freaking saging nowadays, that's a whole nother story. But as I was saging my place, I was just thinking of this egoic lifestyle while the sage was going crazy. I got some crazy spooky, like spooky voodoo demons in my place i swear so was doing the whole mantra of you can't stay here i don't know she texted it to me and i was reading it saving the whole place making sure it's all good but i was like running through all the examples in my life and i went back like 10 years of different ways i was living an egoic lifestyle so go listen to that video let me know what you think because I-, I challenge people to see that kind of lifestyle is so like I don't know, it's just so like powerful, but in a bad way. Let's like you're bulldozing people or bulldozing yourself at times and not really being a vulnerable human being. So go listen to that. The third one, and that this was actually a question of the week, but I want to address it now in the beginning because again, it was no coincidence to me that my friend asked me what do I value or define as success? And then I listened to one of this guy's videos and he was talking about success. And To me, I want to preface this with success can be taken, it it can be looked at differently from whoever. So I'm not saying this is the correct way. I'm just saying this is what I take it as. In the video, he talks about success versus perfection. Perfection is something that you're striving for that one day I'm going to wake up, I'm going to do well every single day, and one day I'm going to wake up and life will be perfect. And he just said it's bullshit. He has everything around him in the world. He has everything he can ever live for and it's never felt perfect. And that when you strive for perfection, it it weighs on you, it's just not even achievable. There's no such thing as perfection. And that success is the important part. And just 1% of success each day. And this is gonna sound wishy-washy, I feel like, or foo-foo, but I'm telling you, I was listening to it, I was like, 1% of success every single day keeps you grinding, that's how I perceived it. Like, if I try to get better at 1% every single day, I'm gonna keep grinding. And I noticed in my life, the more that I kept grinding and the more that I kept going towards something is when I was at my best in my life. Whenever I had a goal, right? When I'm at my worst in my life, it's usually because I feel like I've made it. I usually feel like I got somewhere. And that doesn't mean you can't sit atop the mountaintop and, and be happy, right? It doesn't mean you can't sit and be celebratory for what you've done. But there's always a higher mountaintop. And so there's a it's a really, really Tight game to play. It's it's a tough game to play, I guess. Not tight, but like tough game to play with yourself of when to celebrate and relax and when to keep going and striving for more. Because I think the goal in life is to always try to get better no matter what. And that's just my personal take. Now that can be grueling on somebody else if they don't want to. I mean, some people they can choose to sit on that mountaintop if they want to, but all of us inside of us have that ability to go to that next level and keep on going to new high, higher places. And I truly believe that. And it's who wants to go there. It comes down to willpower. So success and willpower to me are kind of hand in hand. How successful you want to be comes down to willpower. How badly do you want it? Do you wake up and want it? Or do you just say like, huh, I'm going to let it fall on my lap? Because 99% of the time, shit doesn't fall on our lap. It's just not how this kind of stuff works. So the success route of 1% every single day just clicked in my head and was like, we're never going to wake up and feel like we've made it. Or like, it's going to be perfect. There's always going to be something that's wrong. There's always going to be something bad. So just that day, when you feel down, like what's my 1% today? Is it lifting more? Is it getting to the gym? Is it putting in extra time at work? Is it hanging out with my family? Is it calling my grandma or my mom? What's that 1% that I can define as success for my day, right? Anybody can define it however they want to. It's just 1% of the success that you define it as. If that's waking up, I mean, that's successful to you now each person's different success will get them to different mountaintops right one percent of just waking up is like you're doing the bare minimum like you can be grateful that you're waking up but it's the bare minimum another person's one percent could be job wise right i have to make at least 100 sales today so however you want to define it will get you to different mountaintops and that's just in my opinion what that also leads to and another topic they talked about was the cookie jar and that kind of sounds confusing i feel like but the cookie jar, and when he's telling this story, it's a guy David Goggins, and a lot of you might have heard of him, and he's honestly incredible. You listen to him speak; he's a powerful man. It's just nothing else I can really say. But he talks to Ed Millett, and he wrote a book. I'd love to know the name of the book. I'll get back to everybody on this, but the book that he wrote is truly incredible when he talks about it. And it's a man that did, you know, army training, seals training. Uh, he did the air force training. Only man to ever do that. Broke some push-up records. And he tells a story about how he just got done with training, and he was like this big muscular guy, and his next mountaintop he wanted to achieve was running in a, a the toughest race in the world. So the toughest race in the world is a 135 mile race. 135 miles is a damn long time. So obviously being a 135 mile race, it's through the, uh, it's through it like a desert, literally, like a canyon, and you can't just sign up, right? Like they can't just take anybody because you're they're, they're at they're at stake for you to die. If you die, then they're liable for it. So you have to run at least a hundred mile race to even get into this hundred and thirty-five mile race. So the guy talks to the the main the head guy and he says hey uh you gotta run a hundred mile race and there's actually only two more left but I know you live in San Diego there's actually one on Saturday. He's talking to him on a Wednesday. He has four days to train for a hundred mile race he's never done. So long story short he goes into it and ends up like wanting to quit. 70 miles in he's done all this crap, sitting down, no food, no nothing. Then he ends up finishing the next 30 miles, does all that, and and he talks about this cookie jar. Like at the 70, he ends up obviously completing everything and doing it and is just like winded and wiped out. But he talks about the 70 mile mark, like what got him to do the next 30 miles, right? When your body had nothing left in it, you're at the lowest of lows, you can't even get up, you don't even know what to do. What gets you to get up in that scenario? Like what is getting it there? And he calls it the cookie jar. Everything in his mind, he took. An, he took everything in his mind that he could have. That when things were rough, things were like low in his life beforehand, and he grinded. And the and the result that happened, right? The test that you studied longer for, like the small things in life, or the people that doubted you in your life, and that you ended up doing, you ended up being successful. And they obviously were pissed that you did well, and that their faces or their reactions, like anything you can think of, that would like be positive to you and keep, keep get you to keep going he called the cookie jar and that the the brain normally wants to keep you in a sad place when your brain is going down and it's sad he talks about how it wants to keep you there it wants you to beat yourself up and be negative i can't do it i can't do this there's no way i can keep moving forward i'm a failure like it wants to keep doing that and when you go to that cookie jar place and it gives that positivity now it starts getting your brain to like rack up like wait i've done this before in different areas and then your mind, like your mind is so powerful overall. But I started thinking about it and I was like, I'm going to actually make a cookie jar. So obviously I didn't make it in two days. Like I haven't even thought about my stuff yet. Like I've, I've thought about it, but I haven't created it yet, but I'm going to like definitely sit back these next couple of weeks and start just creating that cookie jar of all the times where I felt like I went above and beyond and did something that like I, I, in the moment was ready to quit. I, there, I wanted to no know more of it. And those kind of things I think are important to have in your life to keep you moving forward. Because in this life, as all of us know, it's a shit show. It's, everything's trying to knock you down. Whatever it can, it throws tests at you to knock you down. And what can you do to get back up and keep walking? And I think that cookie jar concept was super cool. It's something that I think a lot of us should use of all the times you've been a badass in your life and kept it going. And it's something I'm going to start using moving forward to keep a more positive lifestyle and really keep, my focus on moving forward and not just sitting in my soul and my pity party I call it always you know I'm pretty harsh on myself and a lot of things I call a pity party well I mean I'm pretty harsh on people too but I call it a pity party and I just think that a lot of times I try to pick myself up so much and and keep it moving that this cookie jar idea is, is a good name for it so Overall, those were kind of the four topics that I got out of the video Well, there were multiple videos that I, that I watched on this because I'm kind of in that flow right now of You know when things get like this, I like to look within and be vulnerable I want to be as vulnerable as possible and really be honest with myself and Not many times am I like that a lot of times I'm I'm pretty like defensive and don't realize the things that I do but I try to when I get in these places Flip it on myself and, and really put the flashlight on myself. A lot of times I'm very outward thinking and judgmental, and I'm trying to flip that onto me right now and put that same critique and judgment on myself. So I started thinking about my purpose here, and they talked about it in their video too, and what's their purpose. And I'm not kidding. When I listen to these two guys speak, I like heard and thought of myself, and, and not that that's my goal to be or whatever, because I don't care how much money and stuff they make. You know, like for me, I do this podcasting thing for free. I love doing it, I love talking to people. I love this empowerment. I feel in this whole 21 minutes I've been going so far, I love the, the passion that I have right now to really speak to people. It's something I've always had and I just want to keep it going, right? And so my purpose here is like, I feel like I could change people's lives in a business aspect where I'm growing in my company. I feel like I can change people's lives in a podcast aspect where, you know what, some people hopefully wake up and just can't wait for my podcast and it changes their day around or they interact with me, or I change somebody's thought process on something that like my purpose is to like interact with people and that everybody has a purpose here. That's what they go into. I think this is important is that, that everybody, every one of us has a purpose here. It's just for what, and you got to find that, right? I think a lot of the times I always use nurses as examples, but I think like obviously nurses like find their purpose pretty fast, right? They're, they're caretakers. They give their own time. They work their freaking ass off and and you know those kind of people were put here to to help people, right? They're just put here to literally help people and do everything they can. But all of us have a purpose, no matter what it is, right? And and again, it might sound cliche, but I just feel like this is mine. Mine is to grow in companies. I think my business purpose, if and I think you'll never know, but I'm just guessing. You you don't know until you get there. I feel like my business purpose is like to move up in companies and be knowledgeable and change a company. And I also want to start attacking this male, female wage gap. That's something I definitely want to attack and have things be more fair. That's something I've talked about in past podcasts. it's something I feel like if I get high enough, it's something I can definitely have a stamp on. It's something I could definitely feel like I can make a change for and I have the voice to do it. The purpose I have on the side of that would be podcasting, like I said, change people's lives, talking to people, interacting with them, and just getting to hear people, right? The one-way podcast that I do now is a lot of me talking. It's a lot of me. And, and I realized that I haven't done any of the interview stuff because it's just out of pure laziness. I'm busy, but I could fit in if I wanted to. And that's my next, like, I need to get that stuff going. I want to do interview stuff where I'm hearing people. Yeah, me and them are interacting, but I want to hear people's perspective. Like, I'm talking about all this stuff, but what's your perspective? How is your life going? What are the demons inside you that you got every single day? Let me hear it, you know, that kind of stuff. And you learn from other people. And I think that's really important and stuff that I want to do moving forward. And even if it's on the podcast, even though I just meet people and go through life with people, I'm trying to be a lot more understanding of what they're going through. Again, I'm a very harsh person, so it's tough for me. And I always think that, you know, everything's breakable through. But, you know, my mind is not everybody's mind. Everybody has their own mind. And so I think for me, just hearing people out, I want to try to be more of a, a rebound of a board and not just something that just gets thrown at and falls. So that's why I feel like my purpose is here. Now, after all that, I feel very, very powerful all that, well, powerful on that. And now that kind of ends the section of where I felt like I wanted to get that out. I don't know. I've been sitting on that for two days and I was like, dude, I got to talk about this. It's something that I was like so passionate on. And so these people inspired me to really like change the way I thought and to go put it out there. As soon as I heard, it, I'm like, I got to tell the people. I have to tell the people what I just listened to and see what they think as well. So life updates. So far on the Instagram, we have people with a job interview. Talk to me every single day. <laughs> oh, I said, give me your life. Give me your life updates. How's life going? Somebody said, talk to you every day of 2022. And this year is of decisions. Yes, coworker. I know you talk to me every day. So we had a job interview, graduated college. Congratulations on uh, college graduation. That's awesome. Got a new job. Hell yeah, keep grinding. And me and my BF broke up. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's really shitty. Um, but you know, when one thing ends, another door opens. I don't think that's going to help at all, but that's where my mind just went to. I I mean, I honestly hope that you process that well and um that's really shitty to hear. So, the next question that I had um on the Instagram was is life different than you imagined? And is it in a good Or a bad way, because I think a lot of the times when we start going through what we what we think life is, um, it puts us down a path of when we don't when we don't see life as we perceived it. It's a negative thing, like life didn't go well. And something that I wanted to, I I I heard this quote, and and when I heard this quote, I wanted to. There's there's two ways you can take this quote, and I want to see how you. I'm going to say bold. I'm going to say it out loud. And then I'm gonna I wanna see how people take it. Well, I can't really because you're just gonna hear it. So take it in, and then I'm gonna tell you my two sides of the way I heard it. So the one thing that I I heard was every day we don't get the things we do deserve and we don't Oh no, sorry, I'll redo that. Every day we don't get the things we do deserve and we do get the things we don't deserve. So when I sat with that after after hearing that. It was actually meant to be like a negative thing. But for some reason, my, my head took it as a positive thing. So the negative way that the person was trying to frame this as was that every single day we don't get the things we do deserve. So the stuff we think we do deserve, we don't get it. Like it's a negative thing. Like we do all this stuff, deservingly so, and we don't get the, the, the thing in return. And then on the other side of that day, that we do get the things that we don't deserve. Like shitty stuff happens and we don't deserve it. That's how it was supposed to be told. See, I didn't take it that way. I don't know why. I took it into positive light. Maybe that's how my brain was functioning at that time. And maybe that just shows you how bad I am with quotes. Like I just read stuff and I swear that's why I was ever good at English, all this other stuff, literature, all that crap was not one with the reading of literature, you know? So every day we don't get the things we do deserve. And I think that sometimes in life, the things that we think we want or do deserve we don't need, though. Like, like, it's not the need that we have in life. It's not going to get us to where we need to get to. So I took that as a positive thing. Like, oh, we think we deserve this, but we actually get something else. That's a positive thing. Like in the moment, we don't realize it, but it's a positive thing. And then we do get the things that we don't deserve. And my positive flip was we don't deserve to get this, but we're still getting it, right? Like for me, that line resonates with me because I feel like I didn't deserve the job at Procore when I first got it. Like I didn't feel deserving of it, but I got it. So I was like, oh, there's a positive thing. Like I did something good at some point and I didn't deserve this, but I got it, right? So my take was so positive on it and I I'm, I'm don't know why, but when you hear that, I'm curious to see what everybody takes that as and, and reach out and let me know if you think that's a positive or a negative, but I think it's just a good thing to live by. I like my positive one more is that the things that we think we need in life, we end up not or the things that we want in life, we end up not needing. It wouldn't have gotten us to the place we're going to get to. And the things that we didn't want in life get us to the place that we needed to go. So that's why I ask, is life different than you imagine in a good or bad way? Um, A couple people said yes, in a good way, where I'm supposed to be. And then yes, so close. But so far, I thought I'd be in uh, California, but not in the tech industry. Somebody said, no, it's not where I imagine, but also in a good way. And then somebody said, 50-50 which that doesn't give me much information. But from the three others that I had, uh, definitely seems like people are at least, like their life is going well in a good way, whether they imagine it that way or not. And I think for me, I am starting to realize that as well. I'm starting to realize that my life, as it's gone farther, everything that I thought I've, I've wanted in life never worked out. And then it ended up being the thing I needed, especially even with my job. I would say like with my job, the thing I wanted the most was uh, the UCSB job. I was going to work at UCSB. I wanted it so bad. It was like the perfect job to me up in San Barbara, right next to my family, all that job, all that stuff. And I didn't get it. And the next job interview that I got was Procore. And I was so like walking out of there like bummed that I didn't get it that it ended up working out. Like it's just crazy how like the stuff that we want always ends up being not the things that we need. And so that's the first thing I always think of. And I've also had different I've had that with so many different other areas. You know what I mean? It's like obviously that you're going to have different areas that that shows up in. But that's why I asked that question for if your life is different than you imagine. I was also curious on what influences people the most in their life. Um, And this is something that people, somebody said that people's stories and what they go through influence me the most in life. And this to me is kind of goes hand in hand. It's kind of crazy when people respond like this because it goes hand in hand with what I was saying earlier that I'm trying to be a better soundboard and like actually listen to what people are saying. Things I think I've gotten better at, but I'm not even close to good enough. You know, it's like when you start at zero and you get to like 20, but the standard's 50, that's like me right now. It's like gotten better at listening, still not even close to the standard. So one of those things that, you know, when you look within, you start realizing like, yeah, you've gotten better. Like everything I feel like I've gotten better of last year. I think I've truly become a better person and better at everything it's just I started so low on the standard. Well, shit, you got a long way to go. But hey, that's the point of life. We just keep grinding. Uh, Another one. So that was what people stories, what they go through. Friends influence you most in life. I think that's a good thing. If you have a good group, if you don't have a good group, your friends are going to screw you over. Always get out of your hometown. My biggest thing I would say, move on, get better and grow because even now I'm San Diego and I still keep myself in my comfortable friend group usually. And You know, you just don't, you don't grow that way. Well, you can a little bit, but you gotta, eventually you gotta get out of your comfort zone. And it's gonna sound just like everybody says that, but I feel like it's true. Once you get out of your comfort zone, things really start popping off. A higher conscious of being, or a higher conscious or being, which is, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's definitely a a good influence. Faith, believing in something is always a good influence. Uh, Traveling, well, yeah, traveling is awesome. And then divorced parents. Now, divorced parents, I think is definitely a great uh, influence and in a positive way, right? It's something that people go through a lot these days, obviously, with divorce rates going up more and more. It's a trauma that I feel like a lot of kids growing up don't really process. Like me included, I feel like I did that. So I'm always curious to see how people dealt with their divorced parents and stuff. It's a very interesting thing. I would love for a day to be like a uh, family therapist, but I think I'd be really shitty at it. Obviously with the hearing thing, you know, the, the soundboard thing, haven't mastered that. So I'd be a shitty therapist, but I just love to hear people's stories though, at least, you know, so maybe I can step in there for one day, give no advice, just listen. And for the last one, I did favorite memory with me this weekend. Your mom is so sweet. Uh, that was obviously Haley. So mom, if you're listening to this, well, I know you'll listen to this because you dissect everything and all the, the mispronunciations I have in the middle of this podcast, my mom will, will catch and will be brought to you by her. So this week with your mom was so sweet. Yeah, they did. My Haley and uh, my coworker, Crystal, met my mom this weekend. They, uh, they met the, the one and only, the person that is the life of the party, kind of gets everything going and she, uh, she could tell a story. I'm telling you if, you, if you let her start talking to you and telling you a story... You better put on your slippers because you could, you know, you could be, you could be there for a while. So, and that's a positive thing. That might sound negative. That's a, a positive thing mostly. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that to be honest. Next thing is parkouring off a tree and eating shit. Plus is this bread with cheese? Oh, that's my coworker, Chelsea. And saying that I was parkouring at Pro Procore and the bread with cheese tour. I got to, I got to dive into this. I have to. So I think we've all had cheesy bread. I mean, most of us. I mean, some people actually don't eat cheese, so I don't know. But if you haven't had cheesy bread, it's like one of the best things. Rusty's Pizza Parlor in Santa Barbara has cheesy bread. A lot of pizza pizza places do. But cheesy bread is like fire. Cheesy bread, marinara. And my coworker at the time, way back, she's not there anymore, but she was hilarious. And she picks up this bread with obviously cheese on it and says, is this bread with cheese? And all of us looked at each other like, well, yeah, it's just bread and cheese. Like, that's what cheesy bread is. And I don't know why. For like, we were working until 10 p.m., so my coworkers are probably laughing. And then for the people that weren't there, they're probably sitting there stone-faced, like, what the hell is this guy talking about? But it was 10 p.m., so we started laughing like crazy because that was when I first started. But what a great time that was. Uh, literally have so many, can't name one. Wow, you are so nice. Thank you. That is actually nice to hear because I guess I make a lot of memories. But that ends <laughs> it for that. So let's get straight into questions of the freaking week. This is a, uh, dude, we actually had a lot of people submit questions. I was like, I mean, it's the first slide I always put out now. And so I feel like that one gets the most love. I think I had like five or six or seven responses to some of these. And then this one had like a bunch more. I had 12, but I chose six. So this is, yeah. I mean, question of the week people love. I don't know what the hell is up with it, but maybe it makes it easier. let them put their twist on it. Whatever. So I just chose the first six. Uh, Where do I get my news? Now, I'm not much of a news person. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really do much news stuff. I try to stay out of that whole thing because I feel like it's a very it's very muddy water. News to me is always a negative take. I think it's good to be uh, knowledgeable on a lot of this stuff and, and and look at the news, but to me, it's just a bas- you're just basking in negativity. You know, it's it's rough for me to watch for a while. So, on top of this, my my coworker Haley's probably laughing cuz she literally just talked to me on Saturday about doing like a research podcast. Like I put out something and tell people like, I don't know anything about this. Or like I can ask people what they want me to research that I know nothing about. And then they tell me, I go research it and then I update it for the people. That would be like basically how I'd get my news is by doing research on stuff. And I'm assuming people would probably submit questions that have to do with newsworthy stuff. So that's how I get my news probably. But I don't usually get my news, probably Twitter. And Twitter's not the best place to get news, I feel like. What makes it valid? I mean, that's just, I don't i don't really, I don't know. I don't really trust any news. So valid to me is like, eh. A uh, weapon of choice in a fight. Well, I'm, Jesus, we're, I'm going to use a weapon in a fight. Uh, a katana. Dude, like a fat sword. That'd be so dope. I actually think it'd be dope to be a gladiator for a day. Like, not for like my life, but like to go back in the ancient Rome times and be a gladiator. That'd be sick. That's something I want to do is have like a crazy knife fight and just like get down with it. And then if I die, I come back to this life. And then if I live, I no, know. maybe I'll stay there. Who knows? Last five Amazon purchases. Uh, <laughs> oh, i laughing. Sorry. Uh, a, a microphone was the first one. Uh, underwear for my surgery. I had to get these bikini bottoms. I'm sorry I have this TMI, but I mean, I'm pretty open and flowing. So I had to wear these bikini bottom. Like, I mean, it literally looks like I'm wearing bikini bottoms. They had the most uncomfortable underwear of all time for my hernia because it helps with my groin and, and the recovery of it. So for me, the the underwear were the most atrocious things to wear. I'm still wearing them right now as I, as we speak, and it's just terrible. I, I hate it so much. Uh, the other one was a knee compression sleeve when I messed up my knee in on Christmas. A belt, and then I haven't really ordered anything. So the last one is inappropriate. I'm just not going to say it because it's just weird. It's just weird. But I, the fifth thing, I, yeah so it's only the last thing I about 2021 and not going there and one of the questions do i like my shower head okay touche emily uh she bought me a shower head for my my apartment and the water pressure is a game changer i'm not sure if people like for people that live in apartments if it's common for water pressure to be really shitty i'm like not positive on that because um the water pressure at my place was horrendous and now so i moved here in july it's April right now, May, June, July. So like three months. So I'm like nine months in of accepting wa- shitty water pressure. Obviously, I don't really care. Um, it's more for girls that care of getting stuff out of their hair, and it's like, what you know, I I don't care. It gets the stuff out of my hair. That's all that matters. But water pressure is good to actually fully clean yourself. But this shower head is like legitimately a power washer. Like steams up the whole room. It is a power washer. So Emily, thank you. I've been feeling cleaner than ever. You know, thank you so much. And lastly, the last question It ended on a, on a, uh, a good tone on something that somebody asked me this and I, I really appreciate this question and it is, am I proud of the person I've become? And I really sat with this question and it definitely makes me, um, not emotional, but definitely just makes me really think about my life and, and, and how far I've come in doing things. And I just think that we all have our problems. We all, we all have the stuff we're going through. And I think that, like I said earlier, my goal is to be more vulnerable. I'm trying to move through life in just a more loving way. I think the way I was raised, the way I, I do things is a very um, stoic and masculine and, and powerful way. And while I think it works great in a lot of areas of my life, business and, and other things for myself, when it comes to other people included, it's going to be a tough go. And understand understanding how people respond to you. I think for me, I, I've talked about want to be a people manager. So right, so even in business, this I, I should be learning this for just at least business moving forward because you got to learn how people tick and, and what gets people to have their best results, right? And as a manager, you want to be able to know what gets that person to do the job the best. And I think that's just in a positive way, right? You're not controlling them. It's not like a circus animal, but you're trying to at least give them all of the materials they need to be the best version of that they are. So that's for business. I think relationships, that helps you out. I think there's a lot of aspects. I mean, just crossing the street, it can help you out. So I think overall, I think I'm trying to to change the person that I am and do more spiritual stuff. I'm reaching back out to my spiritual counselor, Nicole. I want to really deep dive some things that I realized myself. And just keep it keep it grinding. Keep moving forward and, and keep bettering myself. I think if I look at myself from last year, I'm very proud of the person I've become. I've become a whole new person. Um, I've, I've grown in my job so much. I'm becoming somebody that is dependable at my position. I'm becoming somebody that people look up to and, and want to grow to and ask me questions. And I think my life decisions, drinking, partying, stuff like that, I've made better choices. And there's just some, there's just some other things that I definitely want to tap more into and be vulnerable and open and honest with my friendships. I want to be I want to check in my friends more often, my family, be more open and, and stuff like that. And just for my relationships to be more loving and 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 normal, not normal, but more loving and just have good communication and really and really grow. So, to answer the question, um I'm I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of the person I'm becoming. And it, it takes time, and I think I'm on the right route. I think I'm killing my job. I'm back to podcast now. I'm so excited for everybody to be listening to this. Um, I'm hoping that you love this episode. And I hope that um after this episode we all we all look within and really just try to just better ourselves every day. And that's what I think my purpose is here over time, is to try to challenge people, try to motivate people, to to grow with people, but not be such a hard ass while I'm doing it. So as I start figuring out how to do that, it's not going to change overnight. It's something that's going to change over the course of time. But when I get there, you all better watch out because I'm going to be a whole different person. It's going to be damn sick when I'm taking over the world. I'm just kidding. But um, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, I'm I'm very proud and and grateful to be doing this. Grateful to have all you listening to this. And again, tomorrow's Friday. I'm going to repeat this. I hope we get my good news. So be sending me good vibes. Enjoy your weekend. And I hope that you have a splendid three days. Relax. Recover if you need to from drinking. But at least this weekend I've listened to this. Challenge yourself. Look within. And keep growing. Love you all. And I'll talk to you next Thursday. Peace.